Hey friends, welcome to Thursday. Thanks for joining me for Enough for Today. We are closing in on the end of Psalm 48. And so I want you to turn there with me and we'll spend just a few minutes today. Today is really personal, okay? Uh, I told you when we opened this psalm and we read it several days ago, I actually got a little choked up when I got to verse 14, and that's where we land today. So this psalm has celebrated the deliverance, the presence, the victory of God over the Assyrian army in Jerusalem in preserving the city, and the people are declaring him to be great and his city to be beautiful, and they're worshiping him and they're journeying to the city. Their, their faith is becoming sight. Their pilgrimage brings them into the temple where they worship him and they contemplate and consider his loving kindness. They just marinate in it. They dwell in it. They're thankful for it. They anticipate uh, that God will bring about and execute uh, righteousness and judgment and justice. And then they walk around the city beginning in verse 12 and they look at the towers and the palaces and they marvel at the protective presence and hand of God. And they're just amazed. They're amazed at who he is and what he's done. And then they close out the psalm with this verse. And they're telling this to the next generation, by the way. Verse 13, all of this is being handed forward because they want the next generation to know God and to love him and to live within his loving care. And then they say in verse 14, for this God is our God forever and ever. He will be our guide even unto death. You say, Carrie, why is that so personal to you? Okay, well, some people have a life verse. I have several, I guess. Um, but there have been critical times in my life where I chose a verse. Um, one of them is Psalm 32, which we've already covered. But I'll jump back there real quick because uh, I want to read that to you to give you a context. So Psalm 32 when I was a teenager, uh, coming into my college years, I was scared of missing out on God's plan. I, I kind of had a wrong view of it, like I like He was hiding it from me, and I had to uh, find it. And my secondary fear was that I would just make a bad decision and do the wrong thing. I wanted the will of God. I trusted God, and I believed His will was better than mine, so I didn't want to miss it. And I, I was really seeking out, how do you follow God? How do you hear Him? How do you know his voice and know his will? How do you know that the decision you're making is a right decision? And in that quest to really seek out and understand how God leads us, he led me to Psalm 32, and he gave me this verse, verse 8. I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way which thou shalt go. I will guide thee with mine eye. I can't tell you the, the depth and the weight of that verse on my life as a 17-year-old, and even more so at 53. And I mean, I think back, that's a long journey. Um, what is that, 35 years? Yeah. Uh, something around 35 years ago, God gave me that verse. It wasn't long ago I was in San Jose, where I happened to live when I was studying out these things. And I went to the house where I used to live. I parked the car on the curb. and. I used to get up in the mornings about 20 minutes earlier than I needed to, and I'd walk around a long block off of McKee Road in, in uh, east, east of San Jose in the hills. And I would go out. And so I did that walk several months ago, almost a year ago now. Um, and I just 
here 35 years later, took the same walk I used to take when I was 17. And when I was 17, I was looking forward only to a blank canvas, just a blank script of what kind of story is God going to write with my life? And I didn't know what it would look like. I just knew it, it was his and, and it would be good and that I wanted to trust him and I didn't want to mess it up. And I got to take that walk again and thank the Lord for um, the story he has written and the journey he's taken me on, including the hard parts, including the difficult parts. And I just thanked him for his promise that he has instructed me, and I know he will still, and he has taught me in the way which I should go. And this such an intimate promise, I will guide thee with mine eye. He just, he just assured me in all that, that he wasn't going to take his eye off of me. And the way I received it was, I'm not going like to let you make a wrong turn. I love it when, when you're really surrendered to the will of God and you're really willing to obey him, and he's going to make his will abundantly clear. Um, and it's going to be a little scary, so buckle up. But it was uh, about that same time I had started to fall in love with the girl who would become my wife, Dana. And so that was, you know, about midway through our senior year, we began to kind of have a crush on each other. And that crush became a good friendship. And I don't even know that we were allowed to date, but we definitely liked each other. Um, and then we ended up in Bible college both pursuing the Lord, both pursuing his will in ministry um, and wanting to serve him and then beginning to really feel like God had led our lives and the path of our lives together and that he was going to make have us team up, that he, it was his will for us to, to be together. And so we got engaged. Somewhere in that time frame, when we knew we were going to be together, we knew we would be husband and wife and mom and dad, and we knew we would build a life together, that God would intertwine these stories into his story, and, and he would lead us forward together. We chose a verse, and Psalm 48, 14 is our life verse for our marriage and hence our family. I, I've never talked a lot about it publicly. Um, I don't even know that if you asked my kids, they would know. Probably, probably that's not a good thing. Um, I guess my point is it's been very personal and very deep to my own mind and heart. Um, for this God is our God. And so this was Dana and I saying, like, there's never going to be a time in our lives, no matter what happens, that we're going to have any other God. He's going to be first and foremost, which means he is Lord. He is king. He gets to write the story he wants to write. He gets to direct our steps. He gets to tell us where to live and what to do and how to spend our money and what not to do um, and where not to go. He just gets to direct our steps. He gets to call the shots in our lives. And we're going to worship him. We're not going to worship things. We're not going to worship experiences. We're not going to worship human dreams or human ideals. We're going to worship God. This God is our God. This was a together covenant, ours. It's, it's, he's ours forever and ever. Um, beyond this life, he will continue to be our God. And there's a durability, there's a confidence, there's a steadfastness. There's a, this is an unmovable part of our lives. No matter what else moves or shakes or comes undone in our lives, this God is our God forever and ever. And boy, did this verse come to mean so much more when we went through the cancer journey and then relocation to the East Coast. On and on I could go to the depths of how God's used this this reality in our lives. He's our God forever and ever. 
He will be our guide. I really do mourn, I grieve for those who have no God because they have no guide. They're just guessing. They're guessing at it. They're guessing at the decisions they make. They're guessing at the outcomes. They just hope. They're just rolling the dice. And I just refuse to go through life rolling the dice with with my one chance to live. I want God to be my guide and how he wants to guide me, how he wants to teach me. He will be our guide even unto death. So my pilgrimage is from birth to death and then everlasting life. Your pilgrimage has a date when you will be arriving in your forever home and you'll see him face to face. And between here and there, my friend, he will, he will be faithful to you. And so my challenge to you is, by the way, he's not going to be faithful to you because you're faithful to him. But if you, in, if you intend to experience his ongoing faithfulness, then you're going to have to be faithful to him. So say it together. This God is our God. Forever and ever, he will be our guide, even unto death. What a great hope. Happy Thursday. We'll see you tomorrow.